everyone, and welcome to season two of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. We're your host, Lauren, that's me, and Lachlan, that's the other one. That's right, and each week we're here to talk about a new chapter of Percy Jackson, The Olympians, The Sea of Monsters. We'll deep dive into the plot, the characters, emotionally charged memories the book brings up for us, and pretty much anything else that comes to mind. The Lightning Thief was a wild ride, and we're so excited to be back with Sea of Monsters. So grab your nectar and ambrosia and settle in for this episode of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. I am, as always, Lauren, and I am, as always, joined by... Lachlan! Woohoo! <laughs> that one was better! That one was better, but then you ruined it by immediately saying that one was better. I, you know what? I don't care. We're gonna get meta. Who gives a bad word? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so either way, um, last week we talked about chapter 13, Annabeth Tries to Swim Home. Mm-hmm. And this week we are going to talk about, talk about chapter 14, We Meet the Sheep of Doom. Before we get into that, we have a recap not prepared by me. Um, I want to say real quick, because um, I feel like we, I might forget once you get into the recap. I was thinking about the chapter title of last week. And Annabeth tries to swim home. And it wasn't that she physically tried to swim back to like the United States or Virginia or Camp Half-Blood. She tried to swim to what is her home in her mind of her family happy and Luke not being evil. And in her mind, like that is her like safe, happy, beautiful places being in New York with her, with her like family being whole again. That's so depressing. (laughs) I know. Also, you know what I realized? We did Mm -hmm. not mention at all. Percy isn't in that. No. But she also wasn't in his. So it might be like they were already together. So they already like had each other. That's okay. They they were already together. Because she wasn't in his either. And his was people he wanted to see, he wanted to have with him in that moment, but she was already with him. Okay. Um, Or you you could also just say like, he's so that important to her. Um, But but also (laughs) just, oh, there's something I was going to say too. Oh yeah, yeah. The idea that her swimming towards home almost gets her killed. Why you know. are you just like dropping this all in the first two oh. minutes of this episode? Well, because I had to I have to let things process. I have to let things sink in. And as you said, the chapter title just it just hit me. Like, oh yeah, home, what she imagines as home is completely unattainable. And trying to go after it will only get her hurt and killed. So as Lachlan suggested, <laughs> last episode, uh, Annabeth does swim towards something that is perceivably to be considered home while not being. So the episode, the chapter starts with uh, them on the Queen Anne's Revenge. Percy is very happy about the fact that he's able to control it. Um, Annabeth is seasick. And eventually mm-hmm. they end up passing the island of the Sirens, who are Greek mythological figures who basically try to lure sailors into the ocean to drown them by singing or showing them their their greatest desires um and annabeth wants to hear it because she's you know she's a slytherin she wants to know so (laughs) she ends up having percy tie her to the mast percy puts wax in his ears so he can't hear but in either a brain fart by both of them or annabeth's cunning plan she ends up having her knife on her and is able to cut herself free and dives into the water. So Percy ends up diving in after her and after almost drowning her, he manages to form a bubble of air around them um, to save her from the sirens. Um, Eventually they get back on the ship 
and they talk a little bit about it where Annabeth explains that her greatest uh, her fatal flaw uh, is her hubris or her pride, uh, not hummus as Percy is led to believe. Um, <laughs> but and Annabeth, my, my and- fatal flaw is hummus. I used I to love it, but it hates me now. Oh no, hummus. Um, Percy then asks what his fatal fatal flaw is. Fatal flaw, <laughs> fatal flaw. Um, but Annabeth says that you need to figure that out for yourself, and you better because who knows? It ain't called. Fi- fatal for nothing um and then the chapter ends with them arriving on uh the cyclops's island so that's where this chapter starts um with them arriving on the island and percy calls on the fact that it looks actually really nice uh Mm -hmm. that is probably the that is that is uh, the power of the fleece as it gives life to all those around it. Um, so everything is really green and tropical and beautiful. Um, and that's causing this physical effect on the island. Um, and Percy I love how, hmm? I was no. going to say, I love how he says like, it looks perfect. I did like, like all this nice stuff, but he does see one red flag and that's this like rope bridge, which never trust a rope bridge over a giant oh, chasm. Yeah, Those no. things never end well. It's he, like, you might as well just put a sign saying like something evil lives here, which is making me think about how, you know, he and Annabeth are going to rescue Grover, who's in hiding as a bride, like a nice fancy princess dress, which automatically is making me think back to my childhood, the movie Shrek, when Shrek and Donkey have to go across the, the bridge to get to the castle to save Princess Fiona. <laughs> Lachlan had told me before we were filming this episode, she's like, by the way, there's going to be a Shrek reference. And I was like, what? And now she's <laughs> dropping it. And I'm still like, what? That immediately made me think of that. Does they that mean... The does, rope bridge. They gotta save does the that princess. make Grover Fiona? Yes. Then who is who is Donkey? I'm gonna have to say Percy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Donkey. <yeah. laughs> can, can you say Donkey in the Shrek voice? I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> so upsetting. You gotta try. No, we're good. Anyway, yeah. So Percy asks Annabeth, like, what will happen if we take away? The fleece like will the island die and she says like it'll just go back to like whatever it normally is plus it's really gross wasteland like the rest of the sea of monsters yeah at least they're not like killing everything true i take it and besides they need it as percy says like camp Hapla is in trouble thalia's tree is dying and he even says like tyson would still be with them if it weren't for this quest so the least they can do is actually finish it and see it through and save camp that's that's just like a such like a mentality of like I get that this is helping you, but it'll help me more. So I'm going to take it. And like, I understand where they're coming from. And I like, I'm actively rooting for them because I'm supposed to about, you know, Mm -hmm. at this point in the book, but it's just like, when you think about it, it's like, we're going to go to this land. We're going to take this thing. And that's it. Yeah. Though at the same time that if you think about it, Polyphemus of Cyclops has used the fleece for like a thousand years or whatever to lure satyrs to then eat and to murder and eat them. True true so you know at this point we don't know if there are any other inhabitants of the island there's apparently sheep of doom there 
our sheep. So yes, there's him and the sheep of doom, which also don't sound great. Um, so I think what they're doing is fine morally. I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Percy comments on the fact that like they can just sort of see the the fleece uh on like branches way out far and it's like this is just too easy the only thing that's there there's no guardians or anything there's just sheep and as size that, of hippos the size of hippos yes the size and as they watch um a deer goes near the sheep they all turn to look at it and descend leaving only a car leaving only bones once they uh leave it like two seconds later yeah i don't know if you've ever listened to the podcast welcome to night vale but these sheep are like a creature that would exist in in that town like you think it's fine then all of a sudden it's 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 not good it's not good at all our our mind went different places because i thought that this would be something that was on total drama island a lot of this a lot of, i think total drama island could be a reality show that mortals with that can see through the mist would film in camp half-blood <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> because you have the the lava wall you got canoeing they could throw in some sea monsters in there for fun total they drama could blow people off the in the amphitheater movie hmm? total drama island is the real percy jackson movie yes yes <laughs> we could write this you know to- Ooh, total drama we, we half film blood. school total drama uh, camp well we'll workshop it we'll workshop it we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this we'll circle back let later us, let us know what the what the title is. <laughs> if you have any ideas on what the title should be let us know mm-hmm. oh my god yeah so you know demon sheep that will rip everything off of your bones that's not great but there is a positive there is a positive in that as they look further down past the sheep meadow there is a boat that has run aground and what boat is it you might be wondering the other lifeboat from the css birmingham the ship they were on earlier so someone else lived oh i i really hope it's one of the uh the the zombie dudes that way anime can take their clothes they'll build like a little a rope to lower themselves into the cave exactly yeah grover oh. so annabeth at first has a great plan that she'll just be invisible and go by the sheet to grab the fleece but percy's smart and is like um what if they could smell you what if somehow your hat gets knocked off what if there's another guardian that's even worse like just don't get that far away so they agree to not split the party and stay together i'm proud of them for that they're maturing they're learning they are this is they're getting better yeah and percy is also wondering seeing this boat is it possible that tyson actually lived you know like annabeth dragged percy out of the water so what if clarice did the same for tyson perhaps you think clarice would save tyson well i think she would would see him drowning and then go that's a shame and turn the other way no i think she would have respect for him because he tried to save the boat and therefore the crew and she has like respect in battle for people no i i think she'd see him (laughs) drowning go that's a shame and turn the other way like i'm not gonna kill you but like Mm -hmm. i don't know we all have different opinions on that and that's fine (laughs) 
So they decide to park anchor, anchor, anchor the ship over behind some giant cliffs, hoping that will, you know, keep them protected a little bit from sight and hoping, you know, there won't be any demon mountain goats to kill them as they go to get up these cliffs. But, you know, they have practice with the lava wall. So hopefully this will work out well for them. I I like that Percy mentions that Annabeth goes up first because she's a better climber. But can you imagine if Percy's up first, really messes up, falls, knocks Annabeth too, and then that's just how they both die. Well, no, because this way Percy will die by himself and she can yes. live on in his eyes. She'll just be like, you should have tried harder. <laughs> you should have trained more. Should have been should have been a year rounder. I don't know what else to tell you. Oh no. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah. That's that would be her reaction. Much like Clarice with Tyson drowning, her reaction would be, that's a shame. <laughs> Keep going up. Me. Yep. Though he does save her at one point because her foot slips. And she uses his face to regain her footing. Yes, so. that is friendship. <laughs> that is true friendship. You let your friend use your face as a foothold when trying to rock climb. <laughs> I mean, that should have knocked Percy down. No, it's okay. He's, he's, he can handle it. You know, he, he's bullied a lot in school. He can probably take it to the face. <laughs> it's a terrible mentality Lachlan (laughs) no he's a tough kid he can handle a sneaker yeah he's been punched a lot yeah anyway they make it to the top so they don't die here which is good and we can be proud of them for that and so they realize they're on this really narrow ledge with the one side being the cliff face they just climbed and the other side being the cave. I'm a little bit confused by the setup of this space, but like, whatever. We're just not going to think about it too hard. What, what makes you confused about it? Well, aren't they inside? No. No. It's fine. Maybe. We don't have to worry about it. We I'm don't not entirely sure. <laughs> so either way. Maybe, maybe they got up and then got inside like on a ledge or something. Yeah. It's okay. We don't have to worry about it too much. Um, so they can yeah, hear Lachlan's the just going to think about it every second of every day for the rest no, of your life. No, I think you're going to think about it because you keep bringing it back up and I keep trying to get off of it and go back to the book and you keep bringing it back. So anyway, for the last time, moving on for realsies. So they can hear the Cyclops and a voice that they recognize clearly as Clarice, who is trying to fight Polyphemus. But unfortunately, she is tied up, hanging over a pot of boiling water. And Grover is still in his wedding dress, still under his cover. And Percy's hoping to see Tyson, but there's no signs of him yet. And he even says, like, even if he's still in danger, I at least know he's alive, which just shows, you know, how upset he still is by the whole situation. And then everything goes... I remember dying for you to realize you love him. Yikes. Then everything goes super downhill because of Clarice um when Polyphemus says like oh should we eat the loudmouth girl now or wait until the wedding feast what does my bride think referring to Grover and Clarice is like bride what you're talking about Grover and Ambus is on the ledge like shut up shut up shut up oh my god please shut up Clarice and then Clarice makes it even worse by telling the Cyclops that Grover is a satyr I I just 
like I, I don't believe Clarice is an idiot so I don't know why this happened like I just, I understand like plot wise why it happened but like mm. character wise she's how did she not it's just it, oh. oh maybe she was too upset about being defeated so easily and the boiling water right next to her head or or maybe she's actually secretly a genius because eventually um uh polyphemus says that he's gonna marry clarice instead meaning <laughs> that it'll keep her alive longer so maybe so it's self-preservation just... exactly so maybe she's secretly a genius yeah so essentially like what happens is polyphemus realizes that grover is in fact a satyr and therefore dinner material not marriage material and decides that he is going to eat grover and to make up for losing his bride is going to marry clarice instead and then decides he's going to throw both of them into the cave and shut the door with a gigantic boulder so you can go take care of a sheep before yes, the and wedding also, feast. And also to get mangoes because Grover says that he will taste better if he's grilled with mangoes. So he sends Polyphemus out to get that also. Which again, <laughs> yes, that, that's Grover's plan to stay alive. Instead of being killed immediately, he's like, oh no, I wouldn't be good raw. I have this whole recipe that you can use. Like, I won't mind at all. Just go get some mangoes and then you can cook me and eat me. It'll be great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what he decides to do. He's going to go out, find some mangoes, make sure his sheep get fed. And he's going back at sundown and blocks the entryway to the cave with a six ton boulder. So Clarius and Grover on the inside, Percy and Beth on the outside. Yes. That is, can't that is get how it works. No, yeah, no, we're, we're just, we're, oh, yes, situation. Yes. 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 And they can't get in. They try for apparently hours. Apparently, Which cheap is... grazing takes a long time. Yeah. It's not one of those you just let no, them also, out and run, you go inside. He, he did say seemed like hours. For all we know, it could have been like 10 minutes. And he just, yeah, didn't understand. No, I do appreciate he's just like a very hands on sheep owner. Oh, yeah, true. You know, he really cares about the quality. Of product the quality of life these sheep are having you know good for him good for him um <laughs> everyone needs something they care about in life yes um and beth figures out that they need to um uh defeat polyphemus by trickery because he's too strong for them um and grover and percy's like sure awesome trickery what trick and annabeth is like i don't know <laughs> uh, which is not helpful mm-hmm. and it's like cool what's the plan the plan is that we're gonna make a plan like that that doesn't yeah. that doesn't help me in this situation yeah which unfortunately is the situation that i am in well they do know that they have to get polythemus to reopen the cave because if they kill him out here then clarice and grover will die inside the cave because there's no way they can open it exactly. so they have to like time it just right of they need the cave to stay open the whole time so they also can't follow him in and let the cave close because they'll all die inside. So they have to, they have this like one perfect moment they have to be able to to seize exactly. to get all this to work. Um, yeah. And, and a quick little landscape thing: all of the regular sheep that were in his cave that he's taken out to go graze, they're all on one side of the island with the little rope bridge to the other side, which is where all of the man-eating sheep are, and they don't cross. And the fleece is with the man-eating sheep. Yes. Very That's another thing we should probably mention. Yes. Just for just some world building before we get yes. too far into this. Um, 
Percy realizes that the perfect time is going to be at the wedding uh, mm-hmm. right before they get married and have Grover for dinner. Um, which Percy <laughs> says he's not sure which is grosser, um, which is very preteen boy of him as he's like, ew, yes. girls. Clarice um, <laughs> is cooties. Um, or they also see the idea of her being married off to a Cyclops is also true. Not true. Great. Um, Annabeth says, I could get inside invisibly. And Percy's like, well, where does that leave me? And Annabeth's like, well, how do you like sheep? Um, <laughs> so what you happens, have to get pretty comfortable with them. Yeah. So Percy ends up underneath a sheep holding on for dear life, doing like the weirdest exercise weirdest core exercise ever to hold himself up that's as... a lot of core a lot of arms because i keep that good l shapes it's a lot of bicep isometrics yes yeah. I, all of that goes over my head yeah. um <laughs> and he ends up just holding on for dear life as the sheep walks in the cave um uh polyphemus does check each individual sheep as they come in but he doesn't uh figure he doesn't figure out the percy's underneath mm-hmm. um and now now that he's inside annabeth is able to pull off her distraction um Yay. yeah so she starts yelling um hey hey ugly and polyphemus is like who said that and annabeth says nobody um See, nobody um, was the name that Odysseus used when he originally took out um, or stabbed Polyphemus in the eye in the original Odyssey. Um, That was the name he used when he was tricking him. um, And Annabeth had figured that he would still have a grudge about the name. So Annabeth used that and it worked. Um, He forgot to reseal the entrance, leaving them... uh, uh, leaving Percy free, leaving them free to walk out of it. Yeah. Uh, so Percy ends up dropping out of the, uh, the sheep and running and looking for Clarice and Grover. Um, he eventually finds them. Uh, and Grover is trying to cut Clarice's bond with a pair of safety scissors. Um, I love that he specifies safety scissors. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. Yeah. Well, those versus like shears or something else. I, I like the well, idea. Because shears in would my probably head. work. Yes, they would work. But I'm imagining that like somehow Grover was trying to like breach where I think he could back in the bridal shop and grab one of those little tiny sewing kits with the super little scissors. And that's what he's trying to use. So like trying to saw with a little super short scissor blade. True. I mean, like. <laughs> Those, those have a little those are very sharp sometimes they, they can get you um uh percy runs in and they're like percy and clarice is like i thought you were dead you're supposed to be blown up um and helpful clarice yeah um grover hugs him and they end up uh percy ends up cutting uh oh i forgot this chapter is so short percy ends mm-hmm. up cutting clarice free um and they're mm-hmm. like where's annabeth um and they start to uh and percy then takes the moment to ask clarice if there was anyone else in her lifeboat uh but unfortunately uh clarice says that everyone else aboard the birmingham well she didn't even realize they made it out um so percy's like okay percy's like 
dealing with the fact that Tyson is definitely dead now. Like there's yeah, like his last possible hope of the two last of them like, hooking up and making it out is Ooh. gone. Ooh, that's a that's a weird way to phrase it. What? No, like linking it's used in other situations. Like like the two parties hook up and carry along together on their journey. Okay. It's not a okay. It's not just used for adult things. Um, you you can look it up. Uh, but unfortunately um unfortunately there's an explosion and a scream and percy's thinking it was and and percy realizes that that scream was annabeth crying out in fear and that's the end and that's the end i forgot that that chapter i always forget how like short this chapter is super injured who knows? But I mean, if she's crying out in fear, not pain. So there's hope. There is hope. There is hope. But maybe Percy just doesn't understand the, the difference and the subtle differences between her screams. That's also really cute that he knows that. <laughs> That's the one who keeps insisting anytime I talk about anything at all. Like, they're just friends. Oh my God. You can just be friends. <laughs> no, but like, you know what i mean like that's that's mm-hmm. but also like i feel like it's there cute are some that he recognizes her screams yeah but the also different like, emotions attached to those screams no but also like he's hearing a girl scream there's only one girl on the island and i mean he knows it's her like yes, there's no other person it could be yes um so yeah and- that was this chapter yeah it's a very very short one i feel like last episode we were a little yeah. long and this time we're very a little short, short but that is okay it's all um, good variety you know? i mean we could go back talking more about annabeth's trauma from the last chapter <laughs> no we cannot we need to <laughs> oh my god but anyway yeah you know the next chapter nobody gets the fleece nobody which gets the fleece. could go one of two ways either nobody is an annabeth or nobody's like truly nobody wins or and the whole island goes up in flames. Or Odysseus comes back to life and takes the fleece as the original nobody. Um, and he was actually a zombie undercover on the ship and has been following them the whole time. Yes! He's like, you stole my clothes, so I'm taking your fleece. <laughs> yeah, we're almost at the end. We there are. Six, this six is chapters left. It it always surprises me how like I because I feel like um like i mean but it's so weird like we're at chapter 15 and in theory we're finding out that the fleece gets gotten the f- someone gets, gets the gotten. fleece next chapter so it's like mm-hmm. weird like the pacing of this book but yeah. i mean in well, overall- but that's not the end though because they still have to get back to camp and then see if True. that works but it, especially like yeah. compared to the first one where like getting back to camp took like four sentences yeah it was very quick like that the other the last book was very much like the quest is the whole thing and this one took a while to get to the quest and now it feels like the quest Mm -hmm. is like wrapping up ish so like it's very it's it it, the it's different that's what i'm saying yeah though there was actually at the end though where luke revealed himself and tried to murder percy with the scorpion true true (laughs) which i always forget about every single time i was like what wait what just happened what do you mean luke is evil um, what do you mean there's a pit scorpion that just stabbed Percy through the hand? What? <laughs> um, well, either way, thank you so much for listening. 
Um, please, as always, rate, review, subscribe, and join us next week where we'll read chapter 15. Nobody gets Nobody the fleece. Gets the fleece. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Lauren. I just wanted to let you know that there is an incredible Instagram that you can follow if you're a fan of our podcast. It's called Accidentally Vaporized Pod, and if you follow it, you can see all the amazing and awesome stuff that Lachlan posts. Because, let's be honest, Lachlan really is doing everything for this podcast. I'm just the dead weight here. So, either way, go give us a follow, and thank you for listening.